enlightening, you know, to, to look at myself and watch my behavior and think to myself, like, I have a choice. I can do that or I can do something else. How can you change your life? You seek a solution, then you try it out. That's what you'll hear in this two-part coaching session. To receive insights that you can apply to your own solution, listen in to today's life-changing conversation. From Maui, Hawaii, I'm Lucky, and this is Quiet Your Mind Chatter. Today on Quiet Your Mind Chatter, I am honored to have my guest, Lisa. Say hi, Lisa. Hi. Lisa lives here on Maui. She's my dear friend. Just to tell you a little bit about her background, she is a single mother of one adult son. She's a grandmother of three. She loves scuba diving, hiking, swimming, and beach walking. She digs live music and dancing for quiet activities. Lisa enjoys reading and Netflix, especially the Hallmark Channel, and her guilty pleasure is yard sales. Like me, she's a vegan, enjoys yoga, prayer, and meditation. Lisa, tell us, what did you do today so far? Oh, today so far I've uh, met a girlfriend down at the beach and we went for a water walk and swim and um, that's it. Came home and I had a phone conversation with a girlfriend for a little while and now I'm here. Yay, I'm so glad you're taking taking time away from your beach sunshine time to talk with me. I appreciate that. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Glad to be here. So I asked you to show up with a problem. What issue have you been working on that I can, I can listen to and ask God to work through me to help you with? The timing couldn't have been more perfect. I was, you know, trying to not dream up something to talk about, but it just so happened yesterday I had a situation happen and it kind of, it kind of snowballed. It was interesting how it, it had all happened. So I think the short version is is that I I got upset because a friend of mine was supposed to meet me at a certain time and didn't show up until much much later and there was no apology there was you know it just it just sort of like rolled right off of her and, and my friend who I was talking to about it said you should let her know you know and 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 to have a conversation about it and I didn't I said I was going to and then I didn't and we ended up going to the farmer's market and I was feeling really resentful and, you know, I was trying to pretend like I wasn't sort of been um, like stewing over it. And then the more I thought about it, I was thinking, I do this a lot, you know, like there's things that I want to say that I don't say for fear of confrontation, for fear of losing a friendship. But I think so today I feel sort of heavy. Like I'm burdened, I'm weighted down with this. And and I think for me, it's, I'm more disappointed in myself, you know, that not, not so much in them, you know, I'm not, I'm not in control of them, but I think I'm more disappointed in my own behavior, my own response. And, and I want to fix it now. That's what I want to work on, you know, speaking my truth, you know, being true to myself and um, not having fear of consequences or you know, hurting somebody's feelings, you know, um, I want to make sure that I'm being honest with myself. Thank you for sharing that. I love that you are being honest and vulnerable. It sounds like a tough issue and sounds like you had a, a rough couple of days. 
<laughs> and I'm, I'm thankful that you're, you're brave enough to share about that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. So from what I hear, I always like to mirror back what I heard just to make sure I heard it right. So it sounds like you had made plans with a friend and then your friend didn't follow through. She showed up way late, not 10 minutes late, but significantly late and it did not work for you. And instead of saying something right then and there, you decided just to go with the flow and keep on with your plans. But then on the inside, it wasn't fun for you during the activity. And then afterwards, you've been beating yourself up and disappointed in yourself. Is that right? Or tell me, tell me how to change that to make it more true for you. That's pretty much it. <laughs> you pretty much got it. I think it's awesome that you're continuing to make plans with friends, even though people can be difficult. Making plans and keeping plans and making the most of the situation, I think that's admirable because it's really important for a well-balanced life to have social connections. So I applaud you for reaching out for that. In our human realm, does that always happen on the first try? Does that happen consistently where everyone shows up on time and everyone does what they're supposed to do? No, that does not happen a lot of the time. So I'm glad that you're still continuing to do that. You didn't say the last time that happened, forget it, no more friends. And then you just hole up with your Netflix and never reach out again. So good for you on right. continuing to do that. And it also sounds like you're really self-aware that you're, you're a seeker and you keep trying to figure out how to improve your life. You know social connections are important. You, you tried for that and you ended up feeling worse for it. Instead of just shutting down, you're really trying to figure out what's going on with that and how to make the situation better. Okay, I have a suggestion for you, a wellness tool. You ready for it? Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> I would suggest in the mirror to yourself say what you would say to your friend practice when your when your friend shows up significantly late how late was she she called when she was a half an hour late and she said i'm leaving in five minutes so she should have been there in like 40 minutes but she was there in an hour so she was an hour and a half late in total <laughs> an hour and a half late okay yeah that's that's pretty darn late couple couple different things i want you to say to yourself in the mirror when it is half an hour past when you're supposed to start on your time with her and she calls you, what would you, if you, we could hit the rewind button, what would you say to her at that time? Tell yourself that in the mirror. If you would have responded the same way, that's fine. If you would have had a different response, say that to yourself in the mirror as if you're talking to her. When she shows up an hour and a half late, what do you wish you would have said to her at that time? So I want you to practice those two things in the mirror. And what I'm hoping is that by practicing using your voice in difficult situations, you'll get better at it. Because when I try something new, try something that I haven't done a lot in the past at first, I'm generally not very good at it. And it takes me some practice to do it. So this gives you a really safe place to practice. It's just yourself in the bathroom mirror. And if you say the wrong thing or you act, and you can act really harsh. When I first, because I grew up as a really quiet person, when I started trying to use my voice, it was so quiet. People got frustrated with me because they couldn't really hear what I was saying. And then when I, as a teenager, started 
drinking and drugging to numb the pain that was going on. Then I went way far in the, the pendulum swung way far in the other direction. My voice was really loud and really harsh. And then I had shame from that because I had treated people I loved too harshly. And of course, drugs and alcohol were involved, which loosened my tongue. That's a whole other story. I'm glad I'm not in that realm anymore. So you can, you can practice being angry with her. You can curse at her. You can raise your fist at her, whatever you need to do in the mirror and, and kind of get all that out. Tell me your thoughts on that. In, in retrospect, after a half an hour late, I would I would have felt better just saying, let's just skip it. We'll do it another time. You know, now that I've had a chance to settle down, I, w- I think that that would have been the best response would just be. But I think that, you know, I was looking forward to the visit and I wanted to connect. I wanted. And so it was almost like I did it at, at any cost, even if it was me feeling like, Maybe she didn't value my time. Like my time wasn't as important as her time. That's why I think I feel bad about myself, the way I handled it. I feel like I was devalued and I didn't, and I didn't stand up for myself. I, you know, that would have been the easiest thing to do would just be to say, let's just skip it. But. And I'm guessing, thank you for that. And I'm guessing that this is not the first time that you've had people in your life disrespect your time. And then you've had a hard time standing up for yourself or voicing what's what, how you really feel. Is this is this a pat? Is this been a pattern for you over the years? Hold on to your sun hat. We're taking a quick break. I love helping people. That's why I became a personal coach. Actually, I was called by HP, my higher power, to be a coach, which you can hear about in the episode divine grace and a sense of humor. If you are looking for a coach to find some direction and support, then I'm your gal. Maybe, or maybe not. I don't really know. I can't predict the future. I'm busy trying to stay present in the moment. But if you want to check out my coaching options, there's a quick video on my website with more information. That's at wellnesswithlucky.com. Generally, I try, tend to gravitate more toward people who are like-minded, you know, with their time, like myself. Those are the people, you know, punctuality is super important to me. And, and when, when a friend and, and myself don't connect on that level, the friendship tends to wither away. This friend, this particular friend, you know, we've been, we've known each other for many, many years before we even moved to Maui. Um, she was my friend on the mainland too. We kind of have a history, you know, together. I know her whole family. So it's kind of difficult for me to just say like, oh, let's just drop this friendship, you know, because you can't be on time. Or, you know, there's different levels of friendship, you know, and so maybe I can just put her on a different level of the friendship and sit. Instead of, you know, possibly losing a friend or um, not um, make those kind of plans with her because I know how I know how it's going to end up and it's going to end up with me being um, feeling bad. The reason I ask about patterns is because in my experience, when things keep coming up, it's pain, pain points inside of us that keep asking to be healed. So if the same friend that keeps, you know, if, if, if I have a a three different people in my life that keep 
hurting me in you know a, a similar way there's something that i can do to that i need to do to fix that so it sounds like it's with this one friendship this is this is pretty common and i'm so glad yes. that you're thinking of alternative ways to not kill the friendship but to make it work for you and i'll just say this and i don't we'll see if it resonates with you when i something that i'm working on in my healing practice is to give myself love and approval during meditation and using affirmations throughout the day i remind myself that i am the parent here i am my own loving parent i give myself approval i see how much i'm working hard and i'm making good decisions and i'm treating myself the best i can and when i goof up and make mistakes ah that's totally forgivable and i'm giving myself that that love and friendship so then when i reach out to other people not as much as at stake because i was in a support group recently with me and two other people and for six months we were our each other's accountability partners and we just put that on pause because it just wasn't just wasn't working for me it didn't feel like i was receiving the love that i needed at that point and i realized i i'm i'm leaning a little bit too much on these two other people and i love them so much but i need to take a break from that it just had it worked for a little while in that way and then just to let it go and then work on giving myself that love and approval how do you relate to that i feel like i have been recently cultivating this relationship with you know my inner child my little girl and i do try to show her love and uh, give her attention and validation you know every day but that that's really new you know and i think that that's why this is coming up for me right now you know because i keep i find myself you know saying even to my other friends think about how your little girl feels think about your you know she's innocent and she's vulnerable and she needs you to protect her to be her voice. That's kind of where I'm at. Like I'm feeling like I need to protect this little kid inside me that needs for people not to disrespect her. I do feel like I, I do try to give myself some validation every day. We're going to give Lisa some time, Lisa parent and Lisa's little girl, baby Lisa, some time <laughs> to work through some suggestions. Are you willing to do the mirror exercise where you're standing up for yourself in the moment, feeling what you're feeling, practice standing up for yourself in the mirror? Yes, definitely. I'm going to try that. I love new suggestions, you know, because it's funny because it sounds, my first thought is like, oh, that sounds kind of hokey. It's usually <laughs> in the practice after I'm like, okay, it's hokey, but I'm going to do it anyways. And I do it anyways, and it's I usually get this feeling like, wow, that, that really worked. That actually did some good, you know? And so I'm always, I'm, I love it. I love trying new things and taking suggestions on, on ways to do things differently because obviously, you know, like so far my way hasn't really been working, you know? And so I'm open to trying something new. Awesome. And then another suggestion I have is to come up with one or more alternative ways to be friends with this woman. Maybe a new outing would be you would go and pick her up. So it's more likely that she's 
ready to go or almost ready to go when you show up and then you go in with the mindset that if you get to her house and she's running around getting her act together for 20 minutes well you can hang out and pet her cat or whatever for 20 minutes right right or maybe if you've been trying to get together once a month maybe once every six months works better for you i don't know so maybe just you know just brainstorm some ideas of different ways or maybe you could do a zoom meeting once a month and then meet in person twice a year i don't know i don't know what it's right. going to look like for you but it sounds like she, she offers you some really good things when you when you are in the flow and you are getting together with her and, and she's an old friend and gosh that's that's such a treasure to have someone to ha that you have history with right yes yes it's like almost like family i feel like they're my family, you know, I used to work with her husband. I met him first and I've always thought of him like my little brother, you know, he's always kind of been like my little brother. And then I met his amazing wife and then we became friends. It, they do feel like family, you know, and they're probably the closest thing I have to family here on Maui. I treasure the relationship and I don't want to lose it. I just want to be able to speak my truth. You don't want it to cost you. You don't want to sacrifice parts of yourself to be friends with her. And you don't have right. to do that. You're figuring out ways to love yourself and love your friend. A win-win. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've heard of those. I think, I think we can make it happen. Yes. I think so too. Just have to try. Just takes a little effort. We're going to explore. Maybe we'll just come up with zero answers and more questions. I don't know. One way to find out. Right. No, I'm excited because I was sharing with a friend this morning. I, I'm anxious to move forward on it, you know, because I think that the longer I sit with it and the longer it's sort of, it's not healing, you know, it's not going to start healing until... I make a move. I want to, I'm anxious to put some light on it, you know, and let the healing begin, you know, uh, w whichever way it goes, get it moving and not stagnant. Good. And so. when you're coming up with alternative ways to spend time with your friend is stay connected with your friend. I suggest writing, writing down your ideas, even if it's just a bullet list of stream of conscious ideas, or maybe you'll start with that and it'll end up being a journal entry and pen and paper, or if you want to type it on your laptop, whatever, some, some kind of writing might, might help process that. Right. Yeah. I do find a lot of value in journaling and writing things down. It's really enlightening for me and the most amazing things come out of it, you know, that I, <laughs> sometimes I wasn't even expecting. So I, I, I'm a big fan of writing stuff down. Yes. It's a safe, it's a safe outlet because whatever you write down, you're not going to put in an email and send it. You're not having a phone conversation with her. Maybe through your journaling and your writing, you'll decide you don't need to address anything with her. You can deal with it all with yourself, or maybe you'll decide ah, you do need to have a conversation and that's okay. But at that point, it'll be a gentle, thought, well thought out conversation instead of coming from an emotional place of hurt, which I've had those conversations and mine have never turned out well. No, no, that's, yeah, that's why I was kind of waiting to settle down. You know, yesterday I was pretty emotionally charged. Today I still, I still am, you know, it's still free fresh, but I, I definitely know that, you know, writing the stuff down, it starts the relief, I start to feel relief. By the time that we do actually have the conversation, some more time will have gone by and, and, and maybe I'll even, you know, have some solutions so it won't just be like this negative conversation. It will be 
kind of exciting. Like, hey, I have a new way for us to be friends. This is going to work for both of us. Yes, uh, the writing, you know, I never know what's going to come out of it until I'm actually doing it. I will definitely do that. Yay. Well, I love you so much, Lisa, and I'm so glad that you gave me this opportunity to have a conversation and and give you some ideas even kooky things like talking to yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll do it i'll talk to myself i'll try anything usually you know i'll try anything once usually like i'm surprised that it worked and so you know i'll end up doing it again but i really appreciate all the advice and i'm glad to be here you know this is a really great thing that you're doing and helping people so i'm glad to be a part of it welcome so well let's check in again a little bit down the road and see what you came up with all right sounds great okay how do we do i don't know you're in the box <laughs> how do we do how'd i do <laughs> we did fine huh fine for our first try huh i think we did great for our first try in the follow-up conversation with lisa you get to hear how she interacted with herself in the mirror and live in person with a friend. Did Lisa strengthen her patience and tolerance? Did she sharpen her boundary drawing skills? Let's find out right now. Also, stick around for the outtakes, the conversation after the conversation, when Lisa and I get real about the joys and challenges of day-to-day -day life on Maui. Here we go. Aloha from Maui. It's lucky author and coach welcoming back Lisa. Say aloha, Lisa. Aloha, everybody. Yay. It's <laughs> been a week since I checked in with Lisa. And the last time we talked, she was processing some relationship issues with a longtime friend. She was going to maybe try some journaling about alternative ways to connect with her friend in order to love herself and protect herself and also love her friend and her friend's family. And maybe also throw in some mirror exercises. Lisa, tell us what's been going on. Okay, well, I did, um, I did do the mirror, the mirror exercise and um, what I found was that when I was, you know, when I started with the, you know, R-rated version, you know, and I was mad and I was just spewing, you know, that um, it was interesting because I almost didn't recognize myself in the mirror, my facial expressions, you know, that my eyebrows were drawn together, you know, my heart rate was up, you know, my mouth was in a frown. Like I, I just, I did not like the way I looked. I just looked almost unrecognizable to myself. And that was um, a little bit startling. Um, so as I dropped it down, notch per notch, you know, I noticed that by the time I got to like the G-rated version, the softest version, um, my heart rate had slowed down. I didn't, I didn't have that feeling of fear about, um, you know, <laughs> the consequences of my words. And it felt um, a lot more gentle to myself and my friend. And so, um, and, I, and I liked the way I looked, you know, my face looked softer, I was breathing softer, and um, it just seemed like a, an easier, gentler option. 
So um, that was the result of the mirror exercise, which was really cool. <laughs> it, was, it was enlightening, you know, to, to look at myself and watch my behavior and think to myself, like, I have a choice. I can do that or I can do something else, you know, and I did not like the way it looked at all. So now I know. So did, um, did you do one session of mirror exercise or did you spread it over a couple of different days? Um, I did it all at once, you know, I just sort of, you know, went right through it. I just wanted to get to relief. And so <laughs> that was, that was, a, it was a relief just to go right through it. What about any ideas for alternative ways that you can connect with your friend? You know, I just, I sort of started to realize, like I wrote down like one, two, and three. So I'll just read you what I wrote. I wrote, um, I could have said, um, I have plans later and that uh, let's get together another time. That would have been just as easy, you know, just to not go and just say that. Um, the second option was, um, I could have said, um, you know, I'll be there between eight and nine. Just call me or text me when you get there and I'll meet you. And that felt a little gentler on myself, you know, no expectations, either she's there or she's not. So that felt a little bit um, more gentle to me. Um, the third option, I don't know, like maybe you can help me think of some different words, but I'll just give you the general idea. So um, I wrote, um, I really love our girl time together. Perhaps when we get together um, for our girl time, your husband can watch the little one. Um, I wrote, I know how restorative girl time is for me. I bet if you gave yourself a little kid free time, um, you'd be that much more helpful to them after you've had some of your own personal well-being time, which I get it. It sounds like, <laughs> I mean, like who says that, <laughs> but I, I, I don't think I have the right words, but I think that the idea is there, you know, like I think that the message is getting across and maybe I can shorten it down some, but uh, that was the way that I thought about being um, more gentle to myself and, and uh, more honest with my friend, you know? Um, and so that's what I wrote. I love all of your ideas. The last one, especially when you are giving a specific suggestion, actually, I think you're giving, you're offering a request that you're requesting girl time, not kid time. Right. I would keep the first half of it where you say that girlfriend time with her, one-on-one -on -one time with her is really nourishing and you're really looking forward to that. And that would be excellent if maybe the baby daddy could watch the baby and then just stop right there because she can figure out on her own what her needs are. And right. if she's able to grant your request and grant you girlfriend time, great. If that's not a good fit for her and her family right now, that's okay too. Exactly. Exactly. And it doesn't leave me feeling, um, rejected you know like second choice you know like she she you know she had plans with me but she chose you know the kid over me you know like that was sort of how I felt I guess when when the whole thing sort of happened so um I, I was I wanted to be honest about you know it without I mean I know it's sensitive subject I don't want to 
insult anybody or offend them with regards to their family or their children. I certainly don't want that. But I also want to communicate, you know, that that wasn't the plan and um, sort of, um, you know, try to stick with the plan. (laughs) So moving forward with her and with your other friends, what are ways that you can communicate ahead of time your needs? You and I were talking just for a couple minutes before we started recording and you had talked about this morning you had plans to play in the water, get in the ocean with a girlfriend, and that ended up changing. So you went for a walk instead. Do you want to talk a little bit about, did that, was that okay with you or did that not sit well with you or how any communication challenges with that? I have to admit, like at first I was like, that's so typical of her. (laughs) That was my first, like I knew, you know, I knew it. I knew it wasn't going to happen for whatever reason. Maybe she's done something like that in the past or it just, I felt like, you know, it might not happen for whatever reason. So when she called and said, oh, you know, like, let's just go for a walk instead. I was prepared, you know, mentally and emotionally. I have, I already have plans to meet another friend who's very punctual at the water tomorrow. So it was kind of, um, it's okay. It's okay that she didn't um, come. Like if I was basing my whole week of, you know, water time on her showing up, that would have, you know, set me off big time. But um, because I already had plans and I've already been once this week, um, it was kind of okay. I was just, I was more interested in spending time with my friend than I was the activity that we were going to do. So it was okay with me. Um, So can I, can I offer some words? Absolutely. I'm thinking, I see you in this situation, and when your friend calls and says, when your friend calls and says, let's skip the water, let's just go for a walk, and you could possibly say, thank you for letting me know what you want. I feel disappointed because I really wanted to do water time, but at the same time, I had thought ahead of time, you might want to change, and I decided it's okay because I enjoy spending time with you and that's the main thing, whether we do one activity versus another. Yes, I have a preference, but I'm I'm so excited to spend time with you and thank you for letting me know. Right, right. Because in that way, you get to voice that you are disappointed and you get to voice that the friendship and the time together is the most important and you're you're happy to be flexible on that. Right. Yes, definitely. Just sort of clears it all up, makes the communication, you know, it puts it out there. Whereas I'm just like, it, I I am playing that scenario in my head, but she hasn't heard those words. You know, she doesn't know that. I just said, okay. And off we went and we had a great time. We went for a lovely walk. We had a great talk. We went out to breakfast and it was just, um, and she can actually, she, she came back to my place and, um, you know, helped me on some stuff that I was working on. And it was a really lovely visit. And I'm glad I didn't blow it off just because maybe I had gotten my feelings hurt. So mm-hmm. I guess that's when I realized, you know, it's more, it was more about spending the time than what we actually did, you know, 
So Sounds that one good. worked out good. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I would also like you to think about making a note under her contact. So when you bring up her contact in the phone to make plans with her next time, there's a little note in there that reminds you might change plans. So then while you're making plans with her, you can go ahead and voice your concerns. You can say, sometimes plans change and I'm okay to be flexible. Or you could say, I know sometimes I, I, I'm fine being flexible with plans changing for this particular thing, for the plan that we're making for this next week. I really have my heart set on this and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just make a date with myself and I'm going to do it. And if it comes last minute and it's not going to work for you, um, I'm going to go ahead and keep my plans for that. So either way, you are preparing your heart. You're either deciding, I really need my water time this week, and I'm making a date with myself. My friend can tag along or not tag along. Either way is fine. Or you can decide, you know, it is. I am okay with being flexible with that. So either way, you're honoring, you're, you're figuring out what's going on inside your heart and your head, and you're honoring that and inviting your friend to join you in that circle of love within yourself. My next online retreat is coming up fast. It's in two weeks. If you put off signing up, you will miss it and nothing will change. If you want to change, if you want to grow and experience freedom, commit to this retreat today at wellnesswithlucky.com. You're figuring out what's going on inside your heart and your head and you're honoring that and inviting your friend to join you in that circle of love within yourself. Right, right. Yeah, like I felt like I sort of took the um, the plans with her based on knowing that um, I wasn't, I didn't have my heart set on it because as, like I said, I had already spent a day in the water and I already had another one planned for tomorrow. So like, but like I said, if it would have been like, this was my only day and um, you know, I would have said, um, uh, I'm sorry that you're not going to be able to go, but I, I definitely need my water time. And so I'm just going to go ahead.